Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Interstate dial eight. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Good afternoon, Raymond. Good afternoon, Rick. Hey, guys. Well, good afternoon, guys. Wouldn't it be great if this week Arkansas played great on defense and offense in the same game? It would be really, really good, I think. Because Arkansas's defense was probably the best it's been all year against Ole Miss, and its offense was not as good as it's been at other times. I wonder what kind of odds we could get on that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the season's halfway over, and you hope that that can happen. And I, I guess the thing that still has to concern you is Arkansas's offensive line when you consider the rushing performances the last two weeks. Uh, I'm going to have to look. I haven't had a chance. I need to right now. I'm not sure, even statistically, we have seen a Razorback team in recent years or any year that rushes for so poorly as this team does. I mean, it's just, um, you know, Arkansas's football program is built on the running game. Okay, 1992, they only averaged 100 yards a game, 1131. That's got to be the all-time low. Oh, no, it's not. 1997, they rushed for a net of 622 yards. So never mind what I just said, because I think over the course of the season it will be okay. But, again, particularly in recent years, last year, Arkansas rushed for 3,077 yards. year before that, 2,961 yards. Six games, there, there hasn't been a back rush for 100 yards. We, we've never seen that. Uh, we haven't seen that much in our lifetime, certainly not six games. And um, it puts enormous pressure on the quarterback. It means if you can't run the ball, eventually he is going to throw an interception, which he threw two the other night, and it puts pressure on your defense. So all of that, it's just, I don't know about you guys, that that's the hardest thing to figure is how a team that came in with four running backs that they felt good about and none of them can make any yards because either there aren't any holes or they're not hitting them fast enough. I don't think there's any holes. They're not not, they're not, not many. Any, they're not any holes. Not many, if any. And uh, hard to understand. You mentioned the lack of a running game. It's going to expose you, your quarterback potentially to interceptions, as Marcus loves to say. However, that first interception, I mean, if he if oh, he had a right whistled... Yeah. And shouted across the line of scrimmage, hey, 31 or whatever number he was, 30-something. Yeah. I'm going to throw it right to you. <laughs> okay? You better be ready. I'm going to throw it right to you. Wow. Um, Unfortunately, you're right. Then the second one, uh, he threw into triple coverage, at least yeah. double coverage. But I think it was yeah. I think it was triple coverage. And uh, But at least there was a receiver for that one. Uh, even though the coverage was too tight, at least you could see who he was throwing to. The first one, I couldn't even tell who he was throwing to. He must no. have been pretty far behind. Well, Jaden Wilson, I yeah. went back and looked at it on film. Jaden Wilson was in the vicinity, but he was a good five yards. Oh, easily. To the left, which would have yeah. been the linebacker that picked it off. And the linebacker looked to be a good five yards in front of 
Yeah. Jaden Wilson. He, oh, yeah, he easily was. So, he th- hit him right in the chest. So you'd almost have to argue, <laughs> well, okay, what did you see? You said you got to do a better job with your eyes. Well, you found that oh <laughs> Miss Linebacker pretty well with your eyes. But, uh, yeah, right. No, I, I think even in the days that you were talking about, Rick, having such a poor offensive line that could produce, what did you say, 100 yards a game or, or whatever it was? Yeah. Or on the season, yeah. whatever it may have been. But, yeah. I mean, we talked about this in the aftermath of the Western Carolina game. Then we came back and we talked about it again after the Kent State game. Yeah. And you're like, if you can't push these guys around, that's when we began, if you want to call it second-guessing, but it was when the strength and conditioning coach first got mentioned about, I thought they were supposed to be stronger. Well, you would think they could manhandle a division... Well, it's not. It's an FCS school, and what is Kent? Is Kent State the FCS? Well, either way, um, you should have worked them over, so to speak, mm-hmm. on the offensive line. You know, it K- didn't happen. You know, KJ had two or three times where he had a guy going across the middle, uh, and they threw high, threw behind him, mm-hmm. and he hits those receivers. Guess what? They're, they're, they're in the secondary. Right. They're yeah. big plays. He, yeah, you know his numbers. <clears throat> weren't horrible. <clears throat> excuse me, weren't horrible, but he he wasn't sharp like he. He's like not he been sharp be. the last two or three games, to be honest. Right. Okay, so Arkansas is averaging 148 yards a game rushing. That's that's the average. Again, I found a couple exceptions, two years where it was less than that, and that's going back to 1947. I found two years where the average was less than that. So that's just it's just hard to grasp. It's hard to grasp. And you know what? That's got to be... No, it's not necessarily wrong. 1992, I guess, was not a good year for running the ball. So, anyway, it's just uh, astonishing. I guess we knew the offensive line would have struggles. And there's the assumption, just like there's an assumption with Ole Miss that they're going to have an explosive offense every year. Before the game, I was reading this, and you all may have known it, Over since Lane Kiffin has been at Ole Miss... So that's what? So this is fifth year? They no, are. he's been the same time that Pittman? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So fourth, Four years. Fourth year, okay. Uh, since he's been at Ole Miss, the Rebels are second nationally in total offense per game. They they average five, over the whole course of his being there, they average 517 yards per game. And only Ohio State has averaged more than that during that time. So you just expect them to be good offensively. Well, we have those same expectations for the offensive line, and, and Kiffin's the head coach. He's not. I don't know. I guess he could. Does he call the plays? Maybe. Yes. He does, maybe. Okay. So he calls the plays. So he's also offensive coordinator. Sam Pittman is not the offensive line coach, but because his lines were so good when he was here, they were just amazing at Georgia. And his first couple of years here, they were really, really good. We just assume they're always going to be good, and and so that's the one that's just you're sitting there thinking, how how could this happen? But the offensive line is not any better than it is. How does it happen, boy? That, and, I, I and was, how do you have six procedure penalties? Six you know, procedure penalties. You know, Three of them on a senior lineman. Last week, Richard Davenport in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette mm-hmm. broke down the offensive line and all of these guys and what what their star status was. And, and all of them were what? Most of them were four four star. And so you scratching your head here, like well, it's not like when you recruit them, they didn't, you didn't think they were talented, right? That's right. But what, what, what's going on? Well, he also pointed out that there's very few that of the original class that was signed. There's very few that's left, and I think it kind of keeps going forward with that. Um, but okay. All right. and, and you think, well, okay, maybe you have to play some that are young, like Chambly, and yet they think he's going to be very good. I go back to Texas A&M, and Texas A&M lost Alabama, but they did score 20 points. I don't know if – I'm guessing their offense had something to do with most of that. They're starting two freshmen, two sophomores, and a senior. So you don't have to and, – and they blocked Arkansas pretty well. 
So it's not like you have to have. It used to be you had to have. You know, you wanted all juniors and seniors on your offensive line. Now, now that's not the case anymore. Sad, very sad. Let's start today with Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, Randy. What's up, buddy? Um, and Rick and, and Ray Triple R. Um, you know, Randy, you 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 as as uh, disappointing as this season has been, we we've seen, and we're still seeing. We 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 even saw Saturday. What can happen when you bring the right guy in to do a job? And that guy was Travis Williams. He turns the defense around in one year flat. And you, we're also seeing the flip side of that. You bring the wrong guy in, uh, what can happen, and now we're seeing it on the offense. You know, the juxtaposition between the two is is uh, is valid. It's like, you know, Travis Williams, I, I couldn't tell you, told you who he was last year when he was hired, but he was the right guy. He's, he's, he's producing, he's, uh, you know, producing um, on the field. His teams play hard. His, they 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 uh, they don't quit. They fly to the ball. Um, and people so it, don't get just, behind them like we used to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the right. They, they they play assignment football. Now now are they the, the best? No. Can they get beat sometimes? Yeah, sure. Every defense does. Yes, but sure. but the night and day difference between the two is, is apparent. Just like we're seeing with the offense, you know, Randy. It's uh, it's very puzzling. That's an understatement. I would say. Thank one, you, Mike. I, Kind of amused. I'm sorry you cut Mike off because I remember Mike's call when he says, "Who's Travis Williams?" I don't know who he is, so I well, do remember that call. But he, but he has done an excellent job. And as you watch Arkansas's defense, yes, for the most part, when Arkansas took the lead, until Ole Miss got that 34-yard run, Arkansas was really pretty well containing them, and they still made what, 170 yards under their average our total offense, 17 points under, and that's with a seven-point gift on, a, on an interception. So I, I thought they were well-coached. They covered Ole Miss's receivers well. Again, we didn't see receivers streaking behind everybody and catching long balls like we've seen in the past. All right, let's go to Dallas, Texas. We are now joined by Trey Shep, who's watching, keeping up with the Stevens Cup. Good afternoon, Trey. Randy, Ray, Rick, how are you? Hey, Trey. Hi, Trey. Good. What a, what a great assignment you have. Yeah, not too bad. Trinity Forest Golf Club here in Dallas, Texas, about 10 miles southeast of downtown Dallas and old Barnhill South, if it were still there, which it's not anymore, but uh, Reunion Arena. Yeah. yeah, back in the day. But uh, both Arkansas men's and women's teams are competing in this year's Jackson T. Stevens Cup. It's the third annual. It was at the Elotion Club two years ago, Seminole Golf Club down in Florida last year, and now in Dallas, Texas this year. I understand just listening through uh, to the zone, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, to Out of Bounds a moment ago, one Razorback did, on the men's side shot a 64. I, did I understand that correctly, Trey? Well, <laughs> No, that was an LSU Tiger from the state of Arkansas. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Yeah, Connor Gaunt from Cabot. He's a two-time Arkansas amateur champion, so he's won the state AM the past two years. Uh, this past, see, uh, past past summer at Chennault Country Club, and I believe, yes, Hartscrabble Country Club last year. But uh, Connor Gaunt right now for the LSU Tigers as the LSU Tigers have slipped into a tie for second with the Stanford men, Connor Gaunt is even par on his uh, second 18. So they try to get in 36 today. Then they play 18 more tomorrow for a 54-hole total, and you'll have an individual champion on both the men's and women's side from that. And then the top two teams will play match play on Wednesday to determine a champion. Uh, Last year, North Carolina men won. The Stanford women won. This year, Stanford, they're back, the women, uh, as well as their men, uh, but uh, their North Carolina men are not back. And Florida State leads the way on the men's side right now. Guys, they are 11 under par on their second 18. They are minus 28 so far 
today. Arkansas is in seventh place, last place. They are two under on their second 18, 11 under as a team, so a lot of work for them to do. On the women's side, women faring a little bit better. They're five under on their second 18, minus six uh, total for uh, the two rounds. They are in fifth place, trailing Texas, who is at minus 17. They are 13 under on their second 18, and Stanford women are in second at minus 13. Now, Trey, did I not understand or hear that you say? I think I got this part right. The men are number seven, seventh ranked, eighth. and eighth. Okay, and the ladies are number one ranked. That is according to some golf publications. Yes, the Arkansas women are the number one team in the country. The Arkansas men, the number eight team in the country. Both Arkansas golf teams are coming off of winning the Blessings Collegiate last week, and they had individuals win it. As well, on the Arkansas women's side, uh, Maria Jose, Jose Marine won the Blessings Collegiate last week. She had 16 birdies, guys, in 36 holes mm. of golf wow. around the Blessings Golf Club. So that is some My fantastic gosh. golf. And she's yeah. got a birdie putt right now on number six that she missed it on the high side. And so trying to uh, make a... Save her par coming back. It's a very difficult golf course, but apparently not difficult for some as they are lighting it up. What is the name of the course, Trey? Trinity Forest Golf Club. It used to be host of the ATT Byron Nelson Ah. that was also played at the TPC Four Seasons before it moved out here to Trinity Forest for a couple of years, and now it's played in Frisco. so it is a uh, it's a very wide open golf course. It's more of a links style course than a tree line course. It's all it's built upon an old landfill um, in just basically the heart of Dallas. Hmm. So if you stink it up, there's a good reason. <laughs> yeah, my game's trash uh, anyway, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Y'all two, y'all two are too much. Uh. <laughs> All right, Trey, thank you for that update. Thanks to the Stevens group that made all this possible, please. Yeah, guys, they uh, they do a good job. I want to thank Curtis Jeffries, and I was sitting down earlier today, had lunch with him, and they've got some nice golf courses coming up um, in the future for this event. Next year they're going to be in Oklahoma City at Oklahoma City Country Club and then up uh, at the Shores um, and Shore Acres in two years that's right off of the uh, lake michigan coast just north of chicago so a couple of good golf courses coming up that these uh, collegiate golfers get to play play in and uh, mr warren stevens does an outstanding job with this tournament that uh, you know he does to uh, kind of give back to the game of golf his his dad uh, jack was uh, a big time proponent of amateur golf and so this is what this tournament does if you need any, you need stories on Curtis let me know we grew up together in Helena you know I, I've, I've, I think I've heard some tuck but I'm always open to hear more that I can, <laughs> I can rib him with well if I tell so, you yeah. then he's going to start telling them on me forget it we canceled out <laughs> <laughs> any chance Trey in the near future it comes back to a lotion well they they have in their program listed out, so it's going to be in Oklahoma next year and then up in Illinois. The year after, it's back in Texas. Um, I can't tell you exactly where yet because they haven't exactly got the signature done, but they, they know it's going to be back in Texas. And then after that, it's going to uh, New York. So it's going to be at a golf course in wow. New York and then possibly back at a lotion. But in talking with some of the people around here that, that helped put on the tournament, uh, they, they still they have some infrastructure work to do out at a lotion uh, because they want to make this tournament bigger and better every year, and they add to it every year. Last year at Seminole, a very exclusive private golf club, and Trinity Forest is a private golf club, but they are allowing more patrons, if you will, out here to watch uh, the golf this year as opposed to what Seminole did last year. So a lotion, it will be back in the rotation. It is the home club for this golf tournament, but they do move it around. All right. All right, Trey. We will anxious to hear from you tomorrow. tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. All right. That is Trey Schapp. Thanks to the Stevens group who made that possible. Let's talk to uh, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. What's going on, fellas? You doing all right? What's up, buddy? How are you? 
I'm doing good. I don't know where to start. Uh, between uh, the Hogs, the Braves, and Dallas, uh, I had a pretty good weekend. You know, a pretty good weekend. You had a horrible weekend if you were flying from I mean, Atlanta and Dallas. That's what I'm saying, Rick. I don't know whether to smile, cry, yeah. run, walk. I, you know, it's it's uh it's just tough right now. And there was some bright. I like the for Arkansas. I like the tight end. You know, Watson came out. I don't know who's in the OC. Room I like him doing the doing the evaluating for the tight ends. You know, we were going to bring a, a running back in to play tight end. I was told. I mean, this kid's on the bench. You know, I I don't understand that aspect. He played good. Uh, KJ with the, the interceptions. I mean, this, this kid is known for protecting the ball, uh, but I guess if you're rushed, you got to get rid of it. You know, you tuck it or throw it in the stands. Uh, I, I just don't know where the football team's going. But Rick, talk about uh, the Texas Rangers and uh, what's, what's, what's your thoughts on that? And then winning four in a row, and I'll get out here, guys. Y'all have a good one. That's that's a painful subject to Rick right now. Hey, the Rangers played great. Uh, they won three to two. Uh, their pitching has been well. It was good in the first game. Baltimore's uh, pitching plan yesterday was awful. And uh, boy, they bring in a guy that's been in Triple A, Brian Baker. He pitched early in the year, but he's been in Triple A most of the last later in the season. Walks three guys, and then they bring in somebody else to give up a grand slam. They still fought back. They lost by three runs. And Randy's been nice enough to let me go to Arlington, so tomorrow I'm going to go root for the Orioles in Game 3. And if they win, I'm going to root for the Orioles in Game 4. And if they don't, I'm still going to say, what a great year, and I'll be back Wednesday on the show. So, you know, that, that it happens. And for you with the Atlanta Braves, look, they've got the best offense in baseball. And, yes, they got shut out once, and I know the Phillies are good. But the Braves are still very much in that series. You can't uh, you can't worry about them not winning. They're they're very good. But who knows? Last year they got eliminated before the World Series too, and they might have been the best team last year. Well, I, I hope you're a good luck charm for the Orioles because uh, two of my good friends, Jane and Johnny Yoakum, went to Baltimore for the for the series. Oh, did they? Really? Uh, I've not talked to them, and I'm not sure I want to talk to them anytime. <laughs> You know, the crowds were great and all of that, but as we know from Razorback games, the crowds don't always help you win. So, The best team, maybe in all of the National Football League, prevailed last night well, in San Francisco. a mighty yeah. way. San Francisco. Oh, they look great. They look great. All right, coming up next, Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Escher Record Service Company. Brought to you by Goodfell Truck Accessories. Get your truck ready for hunting season with camper shells, winches, WeatherTech floor liners, and more. Goodfell Truck Accessories. Exit 8 in Jacksonville. Join Justin and Wes Thursday as they travel to Simmons Bank in Pine Bluff to find out what teams will be coming to the Bluff for the King Cotton Holiday Classic. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th. Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023.
Mardi Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at Oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Hello, baby. This is one of my fun parts of Monday's here. And Neil Atkinson joined us from Saracen Casino Resort in Pine Bluff, BetSaracen.com. I mean, let me say this. As a guy that uh, I'm not in, really in tune to the NFL, but if you're a person who likes to place a wager, you guys got to be licking your chop when the NFL comes around. Well, yeah, the NFL, it, it provides a lot more betting opportunities because we have all of the uh, data points with the NFL because, you know, the NFL and the professional league, share their data for gambling purposes. So we can do a lot more with it than we can do with college, especially on player props and things of that nature. And, of course, right now, Monday Night Football, Green Bay Packers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And I am in Las Vegas right now myself. It was exciting being here on a uh, football weekend and seeing all the different sports books in Vegas. And then with tonight, with Monday Night Football in town and the Green Bay Packers, it's a pretty exciting uh, atmosphere here. And, of course, we're here on business with Global Gaming Expo, uh, the big gaming uh, annual conference here in Vegas where we're going to look at all the new technology and, and even more features to add to Bet Saracen. But, yeah, it is absolutely incredible. And, uh, and, and being in Vegas during a, a football Sunday and for a Monday night football game is electric also. Is there truth to the rumor that you, you have those big spotlights that shine up in the sky like they did in the Batman movie and they've got one of those for your picture uh, in Vegas? No, I'm, I, you know, look, uh, uh, not me, no. Uh, uh, now, my face is bad enough to fit probably on that brand-new sphere. You might be able to fit me on that screen, but uh, a big guy like me, you're not going to be able to find very much else. I'm, I'm, I'm small potatoes in Vegas uh, when it comes to that type of activity. All right, give, give us the numbers, if you would, on Alabama and Arkansas this weekend. Yeah, the line came out. Uh, Alabama is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite over Arkansas this weekend. Uh, on the 14th, and the over and under is 48 and a half. Wow. Well, that's because both teams are pretty good on defense, I guess, huh? Yeah. So, uh, going to be an interesting weekend, Matt. You know, uh, every weekend seems interesting right now that we're in the thick of conference play. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, I know who won't better results with Arkansas here lately, but... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one when, when your team is on a losing streak like that when your home team is. All right, quickly, let's hit the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, Major League Baseball, let me go to it real quick. And then we've got the uh, wild card, uh, I mean, uh, the Phillies and the Braves. Uh, what is that? On the ninth, which is, I can't even remember what day today. Yeah, that's tonight at 5 uh, 7. Uh, you got the Braves uh, plus 130 on a minus 1.5 uh, run line. Probably more people are going to bet the money lines on this one. Braves are minus 160. Philly is plus 140. Then you got the Diamondbacks and the, at the Dodgers. Dodgers are minus 160 on the money, money line, and the Diamondbacks are plus 140. All right, Neil, talk to you tonight, 720 on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors. All right. That is BetSaracen.com. Down the, download the app today, folks. And... Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher.
And, Trey, before we get your thoughts uh, on the Ole Miss game, if you would, anything that you took as um, mm, something positive today from Sam Pittman's press conference? Well, it's hard to take a lot positive away just because they're staring <laughs> staring at Alabama next on the schedule. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, they're going to show up and pack their bags and go down there, but... Uh, as uh, Neil said on Bet Saracen, they're 19 and a half point underdog. Arkansas hadn't beaten them in 15 tries, and Alabama hasn't lost to a team with a losing record at the time since 2007, uh, when uh, ULM went down there and beat them. So, uh, not real promising <laughs> looking at this next game. I think you kind of, I mean, obviously you have to go compete and try to get better, as Pittman was talking about, but. Uh, it's not real encouraging right now. You know, it's not like they just played horrendous overall against Ole Miss. Not like they just got, you know, slaughtered. And not like they got slaughtered in any of these games, although the Texas A&M score was a little bit closer than what uh, what I think the actual game was. But you got to win one of those. You know, you just pick those games out individually. You know, Texas A&M and Arlington, okay, they're going to be an underdog. You know, LSU and Baton Rouge, underdog. Ole Miss and Oxford, underdog. But you... I don't think it's a lot to ask. Sorry, I'm going under the East Tunnel here at, B- at Barnhill Arena. Uh, a little echoey. But uh, I don't think it's a lot to ask just to win one of those games, to beat BYU at home, to be 4-2 and two at this point. That's, it's not like people are asking for a national championship, you know. And uh, the defense continues to play well, and the offense just can't get it together. And it's uh, it's been very disappointing. I don't think that anybody would have projected that the undoing of this team in year four under Pittman would be the offensive line. And he's not going to say it, but I think if, if he could go back, he probably would have hit the portal a little differently on the offensive line. But that's just what amazes me about this whole thing is you, they recognize the issues on defense, and they went out and brought in nine players who are playing a significant role on defense, three new coaches. They recognize the problems there. How did they not recognize the offensive line? And I know that they they said that they you know they saw there's potential for issues and you know Devon Manuel's been banged up all season basically hasn't been there for them and that was a guy that they were really high on he just hasn't been healthy at all but there's more problems than just that there I mean they have a whole other tackle spot aside from that and you know what's going on with Brady Latham I've never seen Brady Latham on the ground so many times or false starting so many times and Lemmer probably isn't you know his best position at center and we you know last week we talked about the changes that they were making on the offensive line seemed like those would be positive changes because they've had so much problem at the tackle spots and so it seems like those have been positive changes but that was just that didn't work at all I mean they almost blew a whole half of football pretty much um, with the offensive line shakeups and, and obviously went back to it. So, yeah, I don't, I just don't know that there are answers for this offense right now except for just to keep working and getting better. And that's not the only problem, the offensive line. I mean, I think this change in, in offensive philosophy has hurt them too. You know, there's some slow developing plays. K.J.'s overthinking things, I think, instead of, just kind of cutting loose and being K.J. Jefferson that we've seen plenty of times before. He's just not – he's thinking too much, I think. And on top of it, he's getting slammed in the back and, you know, given – you know, hit – sacked five times, and that doesn't even count the times that he takes off and run and gets hit, you know. Um, and I imagine he's probably pretty beat up. So there's just a lot of frustrating things with, with the offensive side of the ball. And then, you know, there's Ty Washington. Like, you know, Luke has goes down and against – who can't catch and can't block, and they're playing over this guy, and then they have like an open tryout there, and they're like, yes, Ty Washington's the guy. Well, where was he during Texas A&M? Why wasn't that identified <laughs> against point. Texas A&M? And then you go out and throw to him five times for 56 yards and a touchdown on the first drive, seven catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns on the game, and this guy's not good enough to play before and block pretty well. It just Some of that kind of stuff is just, you know, it's the kind of stuff that makes you throw your – Throw your remote through your TV. The <laughs> OC. It was an accident, though. The OC is not working. Is not it's working. It's not working out. And I don't know if, if Coach not, Pittman. And, but, hell, I, I can't. I'm just saying, Randy, I can't tell. I mean, it's hard to even tell if anything could work because if you can't block and you can't open up running lanes, 
nobody's going to look good. Nobody's but is your blocking going to look good? Your offensive coordinator is going to look like an idiot. But Trey, is your offensive blocking schemes not tied into the offensive oh, philosophy? It is, but I'm not. I'm just not sure that. You know, Patrick Kudis and Chambly, I think both of those guys have futures, but they're both just very young. They're just not ready. And I don't know that they should be They should be out there. <laughs> I mean, they can't protect. I thought DJ Williams on his podcast made a really good point when Petrino was at Arkansas. If you couldn't protect their quarterback, then you're not playing, period. Like, if he doesn't trust you to, to be out there. But at the same time, I'm not sure who else they have to put out there. I think they... I think they miscalculated, you know, what they had on the offensive line and probably should have gone out to the portal and addressed that in the early period. And I think that's you just made that point. They had to have miscalculated. They, they've, they've never had an offensive line look like this. I'm not sure Chad Morris had an offensive line that looked like that. Can, can you even remember that line being yeah. as poor as this one has been? I mean... I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I mean tell maybe, me what they do right. I mean, this line has been undisciplined. Tell me what they do right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they, they can't pass block okay in the second half. There's no unity. They can't run they block did okay in the second half compared to yeah. Yeah, they can't run block. And if you can't run the ball, then the defense is just going to pin their ears back. Right. And uh, and come after you. And that's what's astonishing. I mean, this team, the last two years, averaged over 230 rushing yards yeah. a game. Yeah. The year before last, led Power 5 in rushing. This year, they're averaging 111 yards a game, which is well below half of that, and uh, 2.9 yards a carry, which is pathetic. That is a pathetic... That is a pathetic number for a team that hangs its hat on being physical. You got a second well, team All American preseason All American at running back, and hey, he can't get anybody blocked for him. Well, the other thing is they're they're really yeah, and, wasting, a, and a quarterback that's run for over 600 yards each of the last two years. Yeah, and they're wasting his running ability because when they do put him in a running situation, it's like let's run three steps down to the right and then try and make some yards. It's not a play that gives him some open field. Running for his life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's like I've, I've seen people say, like some people have said some ridiculous stuff, like this is making the Chad Morris era look good. People have a short memory. No, no, um, no. The no, difference no, here no, no, is, right, no. the difference here is, is Sam Pittman, you know, these players still love him and are fighting. I mean, you can see they're battling. It's not like they're just getting waxed. They're just not winning over and over again. Um, but the team's still battling. They're still fighting for him. And that's the thing that got, I got so frustrated with under Morris is because, you know, these coaches hated these coaches. The offense hates the defense. The old guys hate the young, new-coming guys. Um, you know, it was just like one internal problem after another uh, with, that, with that team, and they completely let go of the rope. They didn't fight for Chad Morris at all. I mean, even the Western Kentucky game was just a prime example. But you go back to Bielema, you know, they almost beat Missouri in that last game. You know, this, this, that team was still fighting. for. Think about the uh, – uh, the Coastal Carolina game, they battled back in that one. The Ole Miss game, they came back from a huge deficit, came back and and you don't do that if you're not battling for right. your coach. And that's what we saw with Chad Morris. They just weren't doing that. With Pittman, they're still bought into him. They're still fighting for him. They still believe in him. And it's hard for me, just me, and I have a job to do, but it's hard for me to get on here and just like blast Pittman because he's a good guy. He's Arkansas. I mean, I think he's Arkansas through and through. I think people are pulling for him. But it's just not enough. It's not enough. It's year four. You've got to you've got to win. And it's not asking for a lot to to be like four and two right now. It's just not. Well it's not gonna be easy to win this week, is it? It's gonna be darn near impossible. Like a point oh one percent chance. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh golly! I don't know if I go that far, Woo! but gee whiz! All right, hang on, Dre. We well, got to step. Where would you go? <laughs> well, at least you got to give him at least at least five percent chance, wouldn't you? Point zero one. Wow. No. Out of order, Dre. We'll talk. We'll talk more about this in a moment. That's Dre. BiddyHogSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. 
Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. If you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips. Pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally. And it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company Live Fan Feedback. We talk about this all the time, how quickly time is moving. You realize we're not quite to the halfway point, but there's still, yes, many days you can enjoy the October specials you will find at your local Double Bs. And um, it has all started for me. I couldn't wait once I saw what the monthly specials were. I could not believe that I had to wait until the 1st of October to enjoy the special on the honey buns. Raymond, did you realize you can get two for one dollar? Two for one dollar? That's how great of a special that is. Still, all the great specials you'll find on the Frito-Lay products, whether it be the Doritos, Cheetos, Lay's potato chips, whatever it may be, and then you have all of the fantastic uh, drink specials whether it's the core hydration water 30 ounce for just two dollars rip it how about rip it for a dollar 25 and then the 32 ounce snapple for just two dollars 
You'll find all these great deals, plus more where? At Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. And I love playing this intro. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. All right, gentlemen, let's go right back to work and let's talk with J.W. J.W., you got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, I wish I got paid $6 million to miscalculate something, which that's primarily my job the offensive line, but I'm not going to get into that. My question is this right here. Why is it so hard to get the – okay, we have an offensive line problem. So why is it so hard to get the right personnel, your best personnel – out on the field. A.J. Green got two carries after he had a 55-yard run touchdown in two games prior. He didn't get one touch. He's the number one rusher on this team. And it's kind of like they're they're hung up on their ideas. We're going to force this. We're going to make this happen. Rockets our man. K, they won't even pull K.J. when he throws to a guy right out in the middle all by himself to a linebacker. They, they, there's, there's no efficacy to change, no adjustment at all. Why is A.J. not getting the ball? He's a lot faster. Rocket is slow. Everything is slowed down. So why not get your fastest player? Rashad Rabinian was getting the push and getting yardage. They pull him out of the game and put Rocket back in to slow it back down. You're going to tell me Washington caught one pass in the Kansas, uh, Kansas game touchdown. He comes in and does that and you can't see that this Washington kid can play and you're going to put in a bum leg Johnson that can't can't do nothing but maybe run a little bit and talk. I don't understand what's going on up there. I'm past the point of liking somebody. I, this is my money, my time. I'm a fan of, of, of my team and I want the best for my team. And just because that, that I don't like something doesn't make me a fan, Savage. So, I want the best for my team. I'm not happy with mediocre. I don't understand why we can't get the right people on the field. And I just wanted to know, when I'm going to hang up and listen, have you ever seen anything like this? Thank you. Man, I I don't have a lot to add to that. I mean, I think he's right. (laughs) I mean, he pretty much said it, right? I mean... Have I seen anything like it? Sure. I mean, we've been covering Arkansas football for 20 years. I've seen instances like that. But uh, I don't necessarily disagree with what he said at all. I mean, it's a lot of investment. People invest a lot of time. And, you know, it's not like they're starting over. It's year four. You'd have higher expectations. I think, Trey, what's puzzling is just, I guess that's, in in essence, some of the things that, uh, J.W. was saying is the misevaluations. I mean, Ty Washington. Yep. How do you how do you basically go from There's, about fifth on the depth chart, and even though you opened it up for this mm-hmm. competitive practice, these two tight ends are this type, and these two tight ends are this particular type. He finally gets an opportunity. They still don't start him. Sherman started. Francis Sherman started yeah. on Saturday. Sherman, number forty-four. Who? The transfer. Okay, <laughs> transfer from Louisville. Louisville. Um, but yeah. and I, and I could I could kind of echo what he's saying. I thought basically let's just let's just go ahead and cut to the chase. I thought game one, mm-hmm. Western Carolina, that rocket was too big. And recently, I've been thinking the same thing about KJ. He doesn't look as nimble, as agile. He looks bigger. Now, he could be wearing a triple X flak jacket that maybe makes him look a little bit bigger. He's a big man. Yeah. He doesn't it look to be question. as agile. Yeah. It was a. It was a question. I mean, KJ's always been big, but it's it was a question we brought up with Rocket. Uh, you know, going back in spring, fall camp. Wow, he looks, you know, he looks big. Uh, and, you know, the response was, you, there's no fat on him. But That was the gut put, that was sticking out know, Saturday. Arnold, Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger 
um, you know, he's too big to play football, right? Like at, in his prime. You know, you, you, you build guys up to a certain size. You don't just keep building and building see how much muscle can we put on this guy. That's, that's not how you do it. Uh, I don't know if there are a lot of like 242-pound running backs you know, racking up a bunch of yards. In the, I know at Arkansas, I, I don't know if there's if you can point to a 242-pound running back racking up a bunch of yards. But, you know, with the Ty Washington deal, that's an example of where we saw, okay, this guy made a play, you know, in the Kansas game. He caught one pass. It was a touchdown. We've seen him do that. I think that you run into issues in this day and age in football, in fall camp, um, they don't like when they do out and do these scrimmages and stuff. They work on the passing game. They don't really run the ball. It's all about passing game, and that's why you, I think you see them in the first few games of the season, like really working the run, trying to see you know trying to get the run game uh, going against some of those teams that they were facing, and you know that was you know alarming also in, in, in that regard. But I, I you know it's always with quarterbacks also like because you don't allow quarterbacks to get hit. And so you really don't know what you have at quarterback a lot of times until they get out there for a game. And I think that's also true for other position groups. You don't always know until you get them out there for a game. But in Washington's case, we saw him make a hell of a play in the Liberty Bowl. And that's the last time he caught a pass until Saturday. So why? Why, why is that? And I know they have Luke Az out there, but they run a lot of two tight end sets. It's not like they just... Yeah, only run one tight end out there. They've been they've been running a lot of two tight end sets and putting tight ends out there. Um, man, I don't want to call out Nathan Baxter. He's a good kid, but he's not a good blocker and he can't catch the ball. And we've seen that. And he false started twice in the LSU game to start the fourth quarter. I mean, like, so what is it about him that um, you know says that he should play over Ty Washington, who we've seen make a big play in the passing game? Now, Trey, questions like that are very valid. Trey, does it seem like to you, and I'm getting this from several different uh, posters, and that is, does it seem like Arkansas is playing favorites? Is it that some may have a better NIL deal than others? I don't think. If, if they're playing favorites, then it's time for change. If, they, if that's what the situation is, that's the bottom line. They're not doing that. This isn't high school, junior high school football where somebody's daddy determines if they play or not. That's not what's happening here. You don't think they, NIL deals they, I think they, they just could have been made with promises made along with that NIL deal? I don't know if that's 100%. I mean, no, I'm strictly throwing that out there. Is speculation. If they're if they're being if players are being played and they're not producing and there and there are other players who are better options behind them, then that's a major problem. I don't think that's what's happening. All right, buddy. Enjoy practice. Hopefully you've got something okay. to report tomorrow. Yep. All right, that is straight video of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Hour number two straight ahead. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry.